This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Let's just, like, finish up, though, with this season. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the defense, and I want to just, like, look ahead to the next couple of games because it doesn't get any easier for this team. Uh, They've got the Cowboys at home, the Titans on a short week, and then the best team in the NFC, Eagles, following. So... It's looking like 0-3 to me, but what are your thoughts on the rest of the season? And then let's wrap up with the defense. Yeah, I really wanted to get your your perspective on this because, like, let's say the Packers, you know, they get home and they beat the Cowboys. And it's even if it's like it doesn't have to be a blowout, obviously, but like 24-21 or something. And they they pull it off at Lambeau. They beat the Cowboys. And now they're sitting at four and six. Does that change how you feel about the season at all? Like at this point, is the season like beyond lost for you? And quite frankly, being mediocre and going, you know, eight and nine is, I think, the worst case scenario. Because of like draft picks? Yeah, because then you're, you're, this isn't a playoff caliber team that we've seen so far. They're not capable of making a run for it. So do I want them to purposely lose games? No. I think for morale in this locker room, like go out and and try to win as many games as possible. But I think if they're ending the season in that like middle ground, it's to their detriment at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I would like to see them be competitive. Yeah. I would like to see the kind of the fight that we saw like in the Bills game. I keep going back to it because, you know, it felt like there was a lot on paper. Um, so I guess, yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it. Like, where are some things that even if the Packers are taking L's the rest of the season, you know, that you think they can hang their hat on? And to me, one of them is like Zach Tom has a future as one of the starters on the offensive line. Like, at least, you know, there's there's things that you can point to from what we've seen so far this season. And like, you can hang your hat on that. Dobbs, we're hoping the injury isn't serious, but Dobbs looks like he's going to be a really good NFL receiver. Like, there's a a, a 
blue chip kind of thing that you can you can point to and say, hey, this season wasn't all bad because we were able to evaluate X, Y, Z, and that looked promising. So like, what would you be looking for in the Cowboys game to say like, hey, you know, these this is a these players are nothing. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we're here. Um, I think I just want to see the Packers like not fold. Like I'd like to see them, I don't know, put up more than nine points, like not embarrass themselves on national television. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm past that point in the season. I think they should be too. Defensively in this game. I think Jair is a stud. I really liked Keyshawn Nixon in the slot. I like Russell Douglas better when he's playing on the boundary. I, you know, I, I hate that it took an injury to to put him there, but that's my preference. It's been my preference all season is to have Douglas not in the slot. So I thought that looked really good from a defensive perspective. Um, Darnell Savage's liability is probably my other thought on defense. Yeah, Isaiah McDuffie can't tackle. Yeah, um, I'd like to see them again. This season is out of reach at this point i'd like to see them change things up on defense like at this point why not put darnell in the slot you got rudy rudy ford's playing well with amos back there like just see if you're you no matter what have another season with darnell right they they made that clear before the season started that it didn't matter how he played this year he's safe so you might as well go out and see what you got from him a lot of people were on Twitter were coming at Jair for some stupid, you know, attitude, penalty, things like that. Quite frankly, he's the only thing keeping the secondary together. So if he's frustrated and he's trying to just like bring some juice and it's coming out, unfortunately, in a shitty penalty, to me, he gets the benefit of the doubt, right? He has had an interception in the last, I think, two games to try to keep this offense you know, in it and giving them an opportunity. And in both interceptions afterwards, they throw the ball right back to the opposing team on offense. So yeah, I think he's allowed to be a little frustrated. This front got no pressure on, or I shouldn't say no, very little pressure on Goff. I don't even think he was sacked once. So that's a little concerning to me. I know losing Rashawn Gary might've been part of that, but I have a lot of questions. We're talking about roster construction moving forward. Like, what are we doing with Dean Lowry? What are we doing with Jerron Reed? Like, do we want to get more Devontae Wyatt in there? Because you might as well give these snaps to the young guys, you know? So I have questions there. Um, I thought the defense did what they needed to do. Again, mm-hmm. it's another week of they only gave up 15 points two of which I think shouldn't have even been on the board because the penalty on Jair for the kick was brutal. Um, and I didn't agree with it, but you can't, again, it's another week of like not being able to really evaluate this defense when they're not playing complimentary football. And yeah. if you can't win games when your defense only gives up 15 points to the worst team in the league, like, you're a bad offense and I don't think it's about the defense. Now, if I think there's, you asked earlier if there's going to be changes in the off season, like I think this is the last season we're with Joe Barry, whether it's warranted or not, like someone's going to scapegoat and it's going to be the defensive coordinator. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I the defense did enough again. And we talk about how the, the dam breaks. And I didn't feel like, you know, yesterday there was a moment where the dam broke. I think the defense kept them in it till the very end. You know, even on the final drive, the Lions needed to convert. And that would have ended the game. Packers shut them down on, on fourth and three, I think it was. Gave the offense the ball back at almost midfield, you know, gave them plenty of opportunities and the offense just couldn't capitalize. So I do think that like foundationally, there's a lot to like still with the defense. Obviously, Rashawn Gary is going to get paid gutted for him having the season that he was having. Yeah. Being like the bright spot of the defense to tear his ACL. You've still got Kenny Clark. You've still got Jair, like who just got paid. Like there are bright spots on this defense. Yeah. Wait, Walker, you know, Isaiah McDuffie looked really good when he got to come in and spells like there's guys that I think deserve to take some more snaps or at least like, you know, Chris Barnes even looked like he was having a good game before the concussion. So there are, you know, moments. It's just like you said, it's how do you evaluate it when every opportunity the defense has is, is negated by a shitty offensive mistake. Exactly. Exactly. And I think this team Again, we've talked about this a lot this season, and I hate to use this term again, but this team on paper has a lot of talent. So do we need to make a decision about getting someone in to the building who's going to mold this talent in the way that's going to be like most effective and productive for them? Again, I don't think that Joe Barry has done a bad job this season. Like, Look at the amount of points that this, these, this Packers defense has given up. Now, are they inconsistent, and do they tend to – you know, give up big plays in inopportune moments that maybe don't show up on the stat sheet. Yes, right. They give up, sometimes they give up long touchdown drives when the offense like really needs them to hold or they hold when, you know, they keep holding, 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 then they break. Like they're not perfect, but at the same time, there's no like realm of perfection this season that's going to have the Packers like winning football games if this defense is playing better than they are. Like it's on the offense. Um, but again, I think that it's going to be a new defensive coordinator in Green Bay in the next season. And I think that's what that's what makes this such a confusing season for Packers fans and pundits and analysts and anybody like, you know, that follows football because we, we talked about it last week. We've talked about it. I think every week so far this season where historically the offense is like, we're going to put up a 40 burger and the defense gives up a 50 burger and the Packers lose. So the fact that we're finally now in a situation where the defense is putting up, you're giving up like 15, 19, like keeping offenses that are, really good offenses, even under like 25, you think you can have a chance in this league. And if you say most games, like the Packers defense held this team to 24 points, historically we would say Aaron Rodgers scores 27, like without a doubt, like easy for him to march down the field and do that. And I think that's why we're all having like this disbelief of that. The Packers can't turn things around and get it together because any other year it was, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, the defense kept this team under X points. Yeah, the Packers won that by a mile because of Aaron Rodgers. So when the offense isn't firing and we finally have a defense 
it's it's just confusing because it's it's unlike anything we've expected even though it's what we've wanted and searched for for this Packers team for a long time is to finally have a defense that holds teams like that Mm -hmm. yeah I totally agree okay (laughs) um final thoughts I guess not to like you know put on rose-colored glasses or anything but like I'm having a really hard time like getting too down about the Packers this year. And I think it's just because I finally got into a point where like football doesn't take up the entirety of my like joy where I can find perspective. And, you know, to me, it's, it's a three hour football game and when they win or lose, it doesn't like dampen my spirit, I guess, as much as it used to. Like I have so much else going on in my life now. So like if this is the last season with Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to try and enjoy it for what it is. And like, even when they're losing and even when games are bad, because Sunday was bad. It was a bad football game. It wasn't fun to watch. I still like to watch the Packers play football. So like, I guess that's what I'm kind of trying to take away from the season is regardless of what happens, it's going to be a super interesting off season. It's going to be a lot of new pieces next year. So like for the next, what, how many games are left? Eight. For the next eight games, just going to watch the Packers play football. And then we, you know, we'll figure things out in the off season. And then it's going to be, even more fascinating because there's going to be moving pieces and it's still football. It's still the Packers. I'm not going to like let it affect much beyond me just saying like, wow, that sucked. I wish they were playing better. Yeah. I think this season is just, again, for people who are fans of football, like we are just interesting case studies about like what franchise decision-making and how to construct a team and how to take, you know, a bad a bad season, a bad team and do what you can with it moving forward. I think that's where I'm at. You know, we've had years and years and years of great football, Super Bowl pushes, Super Bowl runs. You know, at this point, I think it's safe to say we're getting one ring out of Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately. But no matter what, it's still the team that I enjoy watching. And I'm going to just try to learn something from the season and get out of it, whatever it is that you can. I agree. There's no emotional attachment to it. Like yesterday after the game, I was like, okay, you know, this, this is just the season that it is and we'll see what happens moving forward. But I think I'm going to, you know, win, bad, lose, awful, atrocious. They will move on. They, they will move forward. There's another game next week. There'll be multiple games after that. We'll go into the off season. We'll do it all over again, right? It'll all happen all over again. Free agency, draft, you know, the wheel keeps on spinning. So it's safe to say for Packers fans, sucks to watch them lose, but there's always more football ahead. And yeah, and I think it's important to remember that like at the end of every season, only one team is happy. You know, and we're looking at the yeah. Bengals and the Rams and the Rams obviously were happy last season, but neither of them are playing like world beaters right now. Obviously, Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow had a great game yesterday, but they had a really slow start to the season. So I think it's just kind of like, you know, another case study, like you said, of like every year there's teams that emerge as being better than anyone would have given them credit for. Every year there's teams that regress and we don't expect them to. So as unfortunate as it is to think about, you know, the Rodgers era ending with like a fizzle instead of a bang. It, mm-hmm. it's just it's kind of the nature of the NFL and you know I don't know who said it but father time in the NFL especially waits for no one so this is just kind of I think what it is but that is all the time that we have for the podcast today we talked long enough I think about this year um, what's to come and the Lions themselves so we'll be back later this week with a Cowboys preview 
Thank you as always for listening to the show. You can follow us on Twitter at PWSS Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Pax What She Said. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. Remember to download and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It really helps us out. Thank you again for always listening to the show. And go Peco. Go Peco. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 